Let's go, people. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to tonight's show. We've got a lineup that's packed with more drama than a family reunion. Barry, tell me what to do. You tell me to eat lima beans, I'll eat lima beans. You tell me this is the best we can get, this is all the, we can get. The all you tell we can me. get? Marcy, please, I'm talking with my oh, head. No, 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 Jerry. no, no, listen. This is what you're gonna do. This is what you're gonna do. You're gonna reject that shitty contract. You're gonna play out your existing shitty contract. And you're gonna go be a free agent next year. <laughs> Come on, hey, hey. Baby, this is us. You and me, we determine our worth. Baby, you are a strong, proud, surviving, splendid black man. get injured you get zero won't happen i'm strong in mind that's right rod it's a risk you bet on me like i bet on you huh you know <laughs> here we go we're back we're back we're back we're back we're back we're back all right all right welcome to the black team what up people what up what up what up what up what up we are so live, Josh. We're so live. My name is Tim Black. I got to get in on this mic. Hey, Tim Black, you got a really good mic, but if you sit up on the mic, maybe the mic will sound better. Testing one, two, three. I don't want to clip too much. I'm right up on this mic, guys. What's up, people? My name is Tim Black. I'm the host of the Black Table. Welcome to the Black Table. Welcome to the Black Table. We are here back again for another edition. Before I give you the... How should I do this? Let's just let's, let's do it now. Um, I want to welcome my co-host, my other half, the the amazing, the the uh, hello team black, the uh, tired <laughs> Mrs. Black. Mrs. Black, how you doing over there, Mrs. Black? I'm doing good. Hello, everyone. Thanks for being here. Looking forward to some good stories, good commentary here, some good engagement. Please yes. be sure to hit that like button on your way in. Please feel free to share this content that's being um, offered tonight here. And thank you again for being here. Yeah. Thank you for being here, Mrs. Black. Yo, people. Yo, yo, yo. First things first. Um, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Give it up for the moms. What's yeah. up, mom? Mommy's out there. What's up, mommy? Like, like, and since every time it's Father's Day, I got a bunch of moms going, I'm a dad too. I be doing all the work. I should get mom a dad and father. So you know what? There's got to be at least one father somewhere doing the work of the mom because mom on that shit. So give it up for the fathers that are taking care of the kids too. Give it up for that. Daddies. Yeah. And the mommy parts. Amen. Yeah. So, um, that's what it is, man. We got a great show lined up, as Mrs. Black just stated, man. I'm looking forward to tonight. Um, I'm pumped up about this because I did something. I watched a video by Khalees, right? You know, Khalees' old girl. I mean, uh, Nas's ex. And uh, she said, what you need to do is at least 10 minutes a day, take your shoes off, take your socks off, and go stand in the dirt. heard about grounding. So take your shoes off, take your socks off. You spend like, say 10 minutes a day, just like standing in the dirt, it sounds crazy, but there's actual like benefits to just grounding yourself, right? Or standing in the grass. 
some of y'all, depending on where you live, you might just have dirt. That might be all you have. Let's just keep it real. You might be standing on concrete. Some of y'all live in apartments. Solid ground. Go outside, find some <laughs> ground. You need to find no concrete. That don't count. No shoes, no socks, and stand on Mother Earth terra firma. And just let the, let the, let the, let your body become with the energy of the earth, the rotate, rotational pull. It's supposed to do something for you. I did it. Let's see what happens, Mrs. Black. <laughs> I didn't do it. She wouldn't do it. She'd be like, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. She's sitting on the, she's sitting on the, um, the deck. Like the air's energy, right? The I'm sun so- has energy too. So <laughs> I get to stay in this chair. <laughs> I said, you been, did, have you been energized? Because you've been sitting in the sun for a minute. So we did that for a while. But I did. So so anyway, that's what I did. So we'll see how the show turns out tonight. Because I did that. Maybe it'll make for an excellent show. And then it'll become a ritual. Where I have to take the shoes and socks off and go stand outside in the dirt and in the, in the grass and just sit 10 minutes. 10 minutes is a long time to do anything if you got to think about what you're doing. I just want to say happy Mother's Day to Donna, Jasmine, Shanice. Happy first Mother's Day, Um, little Lily, with our new little nephew that was just born in February. Just a shout out to um, to family. Happy Mother's Day to all of my um, my sweethearts. Happy happiest Mother's Day to all the family, uh, all the women's and uh, the the new moms, and uh, and I love you and. Many, many more. Let's give it up for him one more time, yeah. okay? And my mother in love, the starter my of it mama. all. <laughs> my mom, my mom, my mom got me mad. Mom got me mad though. I'm, I'm tight. I'm tight with mom. Mom, how you gonna get a new phone that give me the number? Mom, how you gonna get a new phone that give me the number? What kind of mess is this? She, she you know, and then. When I finally get the new number, because no one get no one tell me nothing, right? I'm just a son, right? But when I do get the real number, the new number, I call it. Damn voicemail ain't set up. Mom. That's just I ain't been able to talk to her all week. And then and then when I do get the number, I get the the, the subscriber doesn't have a voicemail that's so I can't even leave a message on Mother's Day. Nothing. <laughs> Mrs. Black, we tell these people what the itinerary will be so they can decide if they want to stick around. <laughs> Absolutely. They got so much to do. I know you got to go, you know, do whatever you got to do. We have five topics tonight. Um, Trump's uh, CNN appearance. Democrats have lost their minds. Uh, Daniel Penny arrested. Raises a million dollars on funding site. Ron DeSantis uh, uh, wrote... Uh, and it's a legislation, U.S. toughest immigration law. Jamie, Jamie Foxx's um, recovery versus rumors. And George Santos charged with fraud. Get him. She laughed at this. She likes that. I do. It's about time. Them scales. She's like, she like, oh, we got to get him. They got to get him. Such a degenerate. Get so, him out of there. I got him last because that's, you know, we'll get to him. <laughs> um, all right, we'll, we'll get it kicked off, man. I, I had an opportunity to watch. How many people watch CNN's town hall with Donald Trump? Donald Trump did his thing. He went out there. He was Trump. He was Trump. And I, I, like, my thing is, like, people were expecting him. 
They were expecting him to fail. Now, I'm, let me start off with this. Let me just say it this way. First of all, they didn't want him to be able to go on CNN. I said they didn't want CNN to bring Trump on. They're saying, why are you platforming Donald Trump? Because we all know if Trump don't go on CNN, no one knows who he is. Right? We all know that. If it wasn't for CNN bringing Trump on, would nobody know who Trump is? Oh, that's right. Trump was president for four years. Damn. So I don't know how that's supposed to work where suddenly... It's, so now we're blaming networks for platforming people. They're normalizing Trump. <laughs> I tell you, man, this is the most... There are people that are... It's one thing if you are a part of the Democratic machine and this is how you feed your family. I understand you. We're at odds. We are not We are not friends. I mean, we could be friends, but we'll never be pals. You get what I'm saying? Like, I know that you are my enemy because you are willing to sell us all out. But if you are a regular person, you're running around repeating this garbage about CNN. It don't even make sense. I want you to check yourself. Check yourself. You need help. And check your check your mentality. You are buying into some shit. Johnson, Donald Trump has been immensely popular for the last 30, 40 years. Okay, way before CNN, uh, way, way before he even got into politics. There was he was a punchline in rap songs for the last 20 years. That's before he ran for office. So CNN did not make Trump nothing by bringing him on, okay? That's the first thing. So, so you repeating this shows you need a cleansing because you actually listen to what the Democrats are saying. These are talking points. You don't need to go repeating that. It's like with CNN, if you ever discuss CNN, to stop discussing Ukraine because you're popularizing, you're normalizing Ukraine. The war's still going on. Whether you talk about it or not, CNN needs to stop talking about racism because they're normalizing racism. No, racism is still happening whether CNN talks about it or not. And Trump is still running for office whether CNN talks about it or not. But guess what? Trump is the leading candidate for the Republican Party. You ain't got to like it. You ain't got to like him. But it is what it is. That's my first beef. The second beef is how many of these mofos uh, were here for 2016? Because I'm thinking, like, in order for you to write a column or be a commentator on news, you have to be older than six. And if you're older than six years old and you have an IQ above two, you know that Donald Trump was given almost $2 billion worth of free coverage by media entities. And though some of those media entities are MSNBC and NBC, okay? So the same people criticizing CNN, which I'm not saying that they're not above criticism, but their hands also have blood on them. MSNBC, CNN, uh, NPR, uh, throw a rock and hit something. Everybody was dining on Donald Trump in 2016. $2 billion. Just to refresh people's memories, I put out a tweet where I showed the breakdown because there was a study done about how much publicity, earned media, it's called earned media. That's when you don't pay for publicity, but you get coverage. That doesn't mean it's positive. But as you know, in the business, all publicity is good, good publicity. Sure. So what I'm trying to tell you is that MSNBC is criticizing, and MSNBC and everybody on the, on the liberal, corporate, whatever you call them, legacy media, they're all criticizing except for Fox and Newsmax, anybody that's in the right. They're all criticizing 
CNN for winning. Because <laughs> that's, that's really what it was, right? That's what it is. So here's a tactic, guys. Tim Black has been in the media business for over a decade now. I'm almost I'm approaching 15 years. Check this out. One of the tactics that, that's employed, people use it all the time. Here goes a tip. Whenever you can't have something, the best thing to do is pretend you don't want it. Play victim and pretend not to want it. This works really well. That's what MSNBC is doing. If MSNBC would have been offered Trump, they would have took it. Notice they didn't say we were offered it and turned it down. That's because they couldn't turn it down because it's too much money. You know how much money was made? CNN just had their best night all year. That's how much money. They just had their best night all year. That includes all the rioting, all of the, the, the they killed a protester. They, uh, the, all of the shootings, all the gun shootings, the school shootings. I don't know how many shootings we've had so far this year. Surpass that. Earthquakes, kidnappings, war in Ukraine. Trump going on CNN that night beat all the other nights this year. So they have shareholders. Remember, this is a capitalistic society. It runs on what? It don't run on Dunkin' Fool. It runs on money. So CNN can't turn down nothing but their collar. Plus, they have no morals. Plus, they're in a corporate they're a corporation that has to answer to its shareholders. They took it, and so would of MSNBC. So would NPR. So would Wall Street. So would the Washington Post. So would the New York Times. So would anybody giving that opportunity because that's what you got to do. Shame on anybody that's smart enough. No, shame on anybody peddling this nonsense. I understand you're captive. You are, you're a slave to the rhythm. I understand you got a job to keep, but don't talk to free people. I'm a free man. Don't talk to free people with your slavish ways. You got them talking points. Well, we, we, they should never let him go up there. That's your slave mentality. That's that slave shit. Because we all know free people, free people, don't repeat nonsense like that when it ain't attached to a paycheck. That's the reason why you're doing it. Because it's attached to a paycheck, you don't want to lose your job. Next. So, next point I should say. So, how was it? Bless her heart. I forget her name. Caitlin. Bless her heart. She really tried. But Trump lies. Trump. Trump's, <laughs> Trump tells whoppers at such a rate of speed it's hard to catch them all. <laughs> you got to be an octopus. You got to. You got to be octopus to catch all that bullshit. Trump's throwing, man. I had a joke back in 2018, I think it was. I said, if you want to catch Trump lying, all you got to do is ask him a question. And back then I used to say, and you know why? I'm not saying he's a horrible individual, though he may be. He don't know shit. He's got to make stuff up. What does he know? He doesn't know anything. What does he know about Middle Eastern conflicts or, or like anything. If it don't have something to do with how to flim-flam people out of money with selling steaks, Trump is like losses. <laughs> if it ain't about putting on a show, a judge of Miss Universe or whatever the hell he was doing, like what does he know? So he makes, he makes stuff up. You got to give him credit for making stuff up. So they were mad at Trump for a number of things he said during this night. One of them was he called the moderator a nasty woman. She was being a little testy. Am I the only one who noticed this? She was being a little testy, a little aggressive. 
And you know he gonna say something, that's what he do. It bought him a couple seconds to try to figure something that's try to, you know. And if you're gonna call Trump out for degrading women, we'll never get through this. <laughs> it's like calling out a blind person for double dribbling. Parking the, driving outside the lines. It's like calling me out for eating, you know, for for, for uh, drinking soda. I don't know. It's you drink Kool Aid. It's like, come on, man, come on. Trump, his one of his favorite targets is going after women. And if he didn't grab him by the change purse, it's saying something foul, saying something. So come on now. And what was he supposed to do? This woman, there's a woman he sued that sued him, and she won a law, a defamation lawsuit and a, a, an essay lawsuit. And they they said that she uh, they awarded her five million dollars, man. What was Trump supposed to say when it was brought up? Well, it was I'm glad. I'm glad she won. I'm horrible. I'm glad she got the money. I feel bad. No! It's going to make fun of her. It's going to deny, deny. You know he's going to appeal the decision. Yep. What's he supposed to say? Anderson Cooper, you dickhead. Anderson Cooper. Well, this is very reprehensible. Donald Trump's sitting up there. He's up there. He's degrading this woman. He's blah, blah, blah. Jake Tapper. I can't believe it. Oh, 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 oh. Look, man. Trump is who he said he was. He wasn't pretending to be who he is. We all knew that. They got to act all. Oh, I can't believe it. Donald Trump, he, he, didn't, he didn't admit guilt. I can't believe it. You could, you could be in a room with Trump for 38 hours and you not fart and you hear and you smell it and you'll look at Trump and say Trump is that you and he'll deny it he'll, he'll blame it on the person that's not in the room oh they must be putting some bugs in the air gassy bugs no Trump that's you man we've been in this room for 36 hours it's just you and I here the doors are locked there are no windows it's you man it wasn't me he denied so that's Trump that's what he does and apparently, it's very effective. He's the number one. He's the front runner for the Republican Party right now. So let's stop pretending not to know what he does. They call it a disaster because they were unable to, to dishevel him. Come on. And look, here, and here goes the rule, man. Trump supporters, bless their hearts, they like Trump. They think Trump is a, a slap in the face of the establishment. Um, though he is very much establishment, in my opinion. A lot of his decisions were pretty much establishment decisions. Almost run-of-the-mill run Democrat and Republican policies. A lot of them. 90% of them, just except for the not-going-to-war stuff. The not-going-to-war stuff, that was different. But uh, the fact that he's selling this brand... That is rebellious. They like that. So, like, I don't like when it, I don't like when they go after Trump's audience. Like, he's in New Hampshire in front of a bunch of Republicans and people that are very much considering voting for him, and then they like him. So he's in. He's got a friendly crowd. It's like Jay Z going to perform for the bunch of Jay Z supporters, and then you being mad that they know the lyrics. And he's in his own. He's in he's his. He's in his, his element. Mm -hmm. But instead of saying these are Jay-Z fans and they like his music, they're going, how dare these people are, these people are. So that's how the, so that's how the Democrats never win anybody over. They don't convert Republicans. You're never going to convert them. 
You know, so just admit it. They want this stalemate. Because shitting, Demo- shitting on Trump supporters for liking Trump is an, is an ineffective way to change their opinions. Come with better policies. Come with better, uh, yeah, better policies. Come with, come with a change your brand. Actually be the party of working people. Actually do that shit. But we know that's too hard to do, so it's better to demonize Trump, blame his voters for being stupid enough to follow him, and then run Biden, the segregationist. I've been talking pretty fast. Mrs. Black, I've been talking pretty fast. Huh? They made some good points. You know, that's, that's real. I mean, we could go on and on and on about this. Let me just say, Donald Trump is unique, and he's able to get away with a lot of things most politicians would never get away with. But a lot of people do get away with it. It's not like, look, when you're brash and you're real and you're upfront, or at least you appear real, people like it. People like realness. They don't even have to agree to just go, look, at least he's got guts. At least he's, this guy, Trump, sit up there talking about the system's rigged. Biden would never say no shit like that. Obama would never say no shit like that. And he was the first black president, and he wouldn't say the system's rigged. Dude! I mean, come on, man. Like, there were... 85-year-old, you know, Republican lights or people considering being Republican who were about to take their last breaths and they heard Trump say that and they were like, Apollo, Apollo Tushin just said what I've been thinking for the past 65 years. Oh, you know, those people that look like they're screaming the whole time. Oh. <laughs> it is surprising, though. Um, because CNN was labeled by Trump as being fake news, right? Yeah. They're all fake. It matter. <laughs> all news is fake to a... All news gives you a narrative. All news does. Just has to. It's a for-profit. It kills me that people know the liberals or the Democrats or whoever they are just waking up and realizing that, yeah... CNN's for it's a for-profit enterprise. So is MSNBC, and so is Fox. Will they ever? Will those people ever go all the way into the light and realize they're full of shit? All news is full of shit. When will they realize that? They're almost. You're almost there, but you still think it's just CNN. See, that's the problem. You think it's just CNN. You know, Fox, so they, they, they love to say Fox is horrible mm. and it's full of shit and it's mm. corrupt. Rachel Maddow was in a lawsuit and she said, I'm just an entertainer. She did an Alex Jones. That's their wonder girl. She gets like $10 million a year or something crazy. Mm-hmm. And she, in a lawsuit, denied culpability and responsibility for the news story she covers. What is that? Is that that fact that she that she's disclosed that every show when she's talking about Trump's tax returns? We're really going to be villain tonight. So I'm just saying, man, the whole thing is what it is. But I would love for people to wake up and realize it ain't just one. When you think it's just the Republicans, dumb. When you think it's just the Democrats, 
dumb. And that's something about Trump supporters besides the bigotry. Because <laughs> a lot of them are bigots. Not all of them, though. Um, is they, uh, they, they don't, some, you have Trump, some Trump supporters, a portion of Trump's base, Sheila, mm-hmm. they do not like either party. They just don't. So, that's pretty good. You know, if you, if you look at it, that's, that's good, but the fact that they are, they buy into Trump is, is what's kind of scary. So, yeah, so Mr. Black, that's that's part of what I got. Um, anything else on that? We'll move on to Daniel Penny because this is going to be fun. Yeah, let's get to Penny. Let's get to <sighs> let's get to Penny. Tim Black, you've been telling, you've been telling it all. I just want to say too on the media that they're all like whisperers. They all want to, you know, whisper in your ear that um, the other side is wrong and pathetic, and you know we have your back, and they're all there. That it's like that's that's their mantra. Yeah. And the it's, more viewers, the more clicks, that's the more the more money. Everything is bottom line. Everything. It's all bottom line, so. It's a once upon a it didn't always be that. It yeah. wasn't always that way. Yeah. Right. Once upon a time the networks mm-hmm. they lost money. Everybody lost money on news. It was a service for the yeah. people. It was to inform you. Right. And I think um and I read somewhere too that a lot of the loss of trust in, I guess, in government and in news happened around the time of Nixon. <laughs> Prior to that, I mean, you really had to have a third eye in, into knowing what the government was all about. Because I believe before Nixon, a lot more of Americans were more trusting to the news and to, to politics and to their government. So, <laughs> well, well, that's true. And they, they got his ass. <laughs> but... You know, to keep it a keep it a you know a straight up buck mm-hmm. here. Um, the news has always been shit. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there there's so for everything that we talk about on this show, there's a white version and a black version, right? The black reality to this is that as long as it's white people talking about black people, it's gonna be full of shit. Just is, because the narrative has been. Black people evil, black people lazy, black people violent, black people uh, shiftless. So they were selling that shit in the 50s and the 60s. Mm-hmm. They still sell it to this day. Black people became amazingly lazy after they stopped being people that work for free. It's just ironic how that went. And it hasn't really changed. We'll get to that. Kind of in this story now, think about it. Um... So yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. Like sometimes, to be black is to live in two different various worlds, right. <laughs> a code switch and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. If you white, you could say the media used to be better, but if you black, it's always been shit. Which leads us to Daniel Penny, the ex marine that I got to keep hearing about. The ex marine. Look, dude. A lot of people go in the uh, service, armed services. A lot of people don't mean they're great people just because they go. Some of them couldn't afford fucking college. All right. So this notion that this white guy went into the Marines, I almost went into the Marines, too. But I had skills. Sorry. Uh, I didn't have, you know, I had a lot of running me when I was in my early 20s. 
My mama was sad. My when I, so from seventeen, I lived on my own from seventeen on forever. I considered it because I didn't really have a place to live. I wasn't stable, so I considered going into service too. So Daniel Penny is the ex-Marine, the poster boy for all things heroic in America. He was charged with manslaughter in the second degree for the murder of Jordan Neely. And the world went crazy. I mean, these people lost their goddamn minds. I still got a flock of complete, like, these people live in this, they live in this world where they don't realize how, how warped they are. This man was on a train and he grabbed a person from behind and choked them until they die. Like, until they died at the hospital. Yeah, but the cause of death was neck compression. It wasn't on compression. Everybody's like, well, other people, hell, other people should be charged. Um, the person that, the, this part, the holder of the neck, that's what killed him. Not the holding of the wrist. But I get your point. Charge everybody, I don't give a shit. Daniel Penny killed Jordan Neely. People say, well, Tim, he was a bad guy. Yeah. Okay, if if that's true, if that's true. Um, there's this thing called lynching, you may have heard of it. That's when white people, like Daniel Penny, take the law in their own hands and say a, white, a black guy deserves to die for whatever reason, need to punish him extrajudicial without going through actual, like, court. <laughs> and that's kind of what happened. That's exactly what happened. And you're going, yeah, we don't need courts. This guy should not have to go to jail because he shouldn't be arrested. He shouldn't be charged because we don't like the guy killed. That ain't how shit works. In what world do people get to kill people accidentally or intentionally? And I'm going to talk later about the accident and intentional part. Okay. In what world do you get to do that with no repercussions? Mm Mm-hmm. White world, white world, that's when you get to do it. Part of me says, you know, white people would do the same thing. It would be just as flippant and just as supportive of Daniel Penny if it was a white guy he killed. Part of me says that because they really worship, um, they really worship Law, law enforcement and they worship the military. Mm-hmm. I've covered stories about things that happen on military bases. There's an epidemic of some things happening there. That ain't so much that need to be talked about as uh, being heroic. Okay? I've covered stories. So you're not talking to somebody that's uninformed about some of the debauchery, some of the heinous activities that occur with our service or our servicemen to servicewomen. So none of you ever considered it all regarding Daniel Penny. Never considered it all. That maybe this guy could have been high, drunk, unstable, anything. You know, it, nothing, nothing, none of that. The people that, co- that I've seen comment have not at all 
for a second in a post. Said maybe he didn't use the best judgment. Mm-hmm. Was his judgment impaired? Did he have a bad day? Did he wake up on the wrong side of the bed? Is he under medication? Almost 30%, it may be higher, 30%, I'm gonna say 30. 30% of Americans are on some type of mind-altering pharmaceutical something. Is it possible that Daniel Penny was on something? It doesn't even have to be illegal. It could be prescribed. Right. I don't know. Never even questioned. Never even thought. Maybe this guy ain't wrapped too tight. Because I'm going to tell you something. I travel subways, and I hate to go through this all again, but I used to travel every day on the subway to D.C. I've heard all types of stuff on the subway. I've never put my hands and choked anyone or none of that shit. All the stuff I've heard. Because no matter what someone says, unless they do something, it's not a problem. It's a reason to be concerned. And as a military person, I got to say, I'm just, I, some of you are shameful as fuck because you know, as a military person, self-control and being on alert is all Daniel Penny needed to be. Discipline. Discipline. If this guy is acting out, Daniel Penny should have just been like, okay, let me get closer to him. If he does something, if he touches someone, I'm in there. That's what I hope he would do. And if Jordan nearly would have touched someone, laid hands on someone, pulled out a weapon, I would be applauding Daniel Penny too. But none of that happened. So anyway, they arrested this guy on some weak-ass charges, like one to three for the minimum charge. And you know he's going to get the minimum charge. You're lucky if he get three years charged with three years. That's even if he gets convicted. Come on, let's keep it a buck. So this guy's looking at a slap on the wrist, and these people are still crying in their cornflakes that a guy killed another guy because to them... Jordan Lilly don't matter. His side story, his mom getting chopped up and put in a briefcase when he was 14, they could care less about that. He punched a white woman in the eye or something. That's what I heard. Like, I know all these man, all these negative things about Jordan Neely. I know nothing negative about Daniel. See, I mean, Daniel is 24 years old. He looks 46. That's true. <laughs> and it's, now he's never done anything wrong. Like, I can't, did the nigga ever get a speeding ticket? He ever jaywalked? He ever spit on the sidewalk? I got nothing. That's another red flag. How the fuck are you going to be in your 20s and never done nothing? He's never shoplifted? He's never done anything? Who the fuck has never done anything in their 20s? You've been 20 before. You did nothing? Why are, we, why are we hearing anything negative about Daniel Penny? That's another big, that red flag is just bleeds, it's, it's fucking like a siren. Yeah. So, um, Daniel Penny, he can't go to GoFundMe. They can't go fu- GoFundMe to raise money for him because GoFundMe don't do that shit. They'll shut down your page. Okay. They don't I get involved in, mm-hmm. in like these types of when you get arrested, you can't you can't do it. Mm-hmm. So there's another site who I won't name because I ain't gonna help this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Raised over a million dollars in like a couple days. At one point, the website was raising like $800 per minute. Then it really took off. It was raising like $1,000 per minute. Not per hour, per minute. 
He raised so much money, the site broke. Bad boy. Yeah. That's a bad boy. Why? Because he killed a nigga. I'm a school. Hey, look, guys, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm all out of cut cards. I'm all out of cut cards. He killed a, a nigga on a subway. And how dare he even be charged? How dare he be inconvenienced? Not lynched. Not taken out and beat. This ain't Singapore. How he even be charged where they got to look at the shit? How dare you even look at it? How dare... I'm going to tell you something, guys. I was given a... I was issued a threat for just saying this motherfucker should be charged and go to court for killing Jordan Neely. I was issued a threat that's so heinous, I can't even repeat it on the show. But let's just say I was black. I was... Someone said... If you don't shut down your Facebook page and stop talking about this, I'm going to lie and say you did these horrific things to white people. I'm not even going to list what they said. And I've been doing this for a long time. I covered Aragon, I covered Tamir Rice, I cover Sandra Bland, I covered Brianna Taylor, Amir Locke, Ahmaud Arbery, Botham Jean. <sighs> I, I talk constantly about cut the check or reparations. But no one's never no one's ever made such a don't get me wrong, I've had people say they're gonna do stuff to me. But this cut a different way. This this is a there's a level of a gross, disgusting, like diabolical. Indecency. It was on such a level. On such a level. Now, the person who said this posted it on Facebook. I screenshotted it. I have the name. If I got the name, I got their, got their everything. It's Facebook. They removed their post. I wish they didn't because I would sue them for every fucking thing. And I do mean everything they have. Every, I mean, I, would, I, will, I want their house. I want their car. I'll take his wife, too. She could, Mrs. Black could chill out while this Jesse was Caucasian. While this white lady cleans our house. Pay off some of the debt. Yeah. Yeah. The shit he said to me. Yo. All because I said this guy who, it's not even a question if he killed somebody. Yeah, he killed somebody. He strangled somebody for about 50, choked someone out for 15 minutes, and he knew what he was doing. He's a choker. He's been trained to choke people. 
Did he wake up that morning and decide, I'm going to go kill him and home this person on the train? Probably not. But a lot of people don't plan to do things that they do. Do people that drunk drive plan to drink and drive and run over someone? Probably not. It doesn't require premeditation to be convicted of manslaughter, folks. It requires you intentionally did an act. The negligent act resulted in the loss of life. That's all it means. It means you did something that caused someone else's death, and you got to be held accountable for that. You can't just go, my bad. Hey, my bad, you know. So, it, it, it really showed what I have to do. Folks, it really showed to me what I have to do. It's very, it's very necessary for me to, to go the direction I'm going. See, all this person did when he, when they made this when this person made this comment to me, that's they could get me killed, could get my house. They could jeopardize the lives not only not only my life but the life of my family. This person did this, I realized. I got, because see, I got a lot of people, I have these people that have been in my ear the last couple of years. Oh, Tim, you need to just do this. You need to just stop talking about these black issues. You're so divisive. You are a fucking fool. You don't know what you're talking about. America's way more fucked up than you give it credit for because it doesn't affect you. I will not I will not return to a politics that's full of shit. Nor will I side with people who pander to clan members, clan members, Nazis, proud boys, boogaloo boys, any of that shit. To think I thought these people were friends, these people are unethical. I'm going too far, folks. We're not. I, I am more inspired by this person. This person, it's like sealed the deal for me about what I got to do. You have, you helped me, you crystallize what's necessary. Because if you will threaten the livelihood, the, the safety of me, my wife, my kids over a fucking Facebook post of an opinion about a lawsuit where you know the guy killed someone. <laughs> I had somebody today say, uh, somebody, you know, Tim Black, blah, blah, blah. Tim Black, is he's, he's for black people. So is Tom Hartman. Really? You think Tom Hartman would be so vocal about Daniel Penny that people would threaten his life and the wife, life of his wife and his kids? That's what you think. It's a black person, too. You know, we got some, we got some coolness type motherfuckers out here. That's what you think. You really think Tom Hartman's really putting it on the line. Oh, that's because he started talking about health care, about health care is racist. He got that from me, dumbass. He got that from me. A lot of people get a lot of shit from me because there's really nobody else in the space that talks about black people in this political space. Not in the progressive area. Who? 
Who? So, I'm way off track, but for my people, I need you to understand. The stakes are high. They not so. The stakes are high, fool. Okay? This ain't a game. Anybody doing this work, doing this type of work, doing media work, I didn't know going in, guys. I had no idea. But if you're a black person and you're conscious of what's going on in this world, the media game is not for you. Unless you want to do a shade room shit where you just basically feed your people a bunch of bullshit. You you add to the noise and the and the low moral fiber of the country. You just you you become part of the thing that's like bad for us, the the the, the Instagramification of the country, the 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 low self-esteem of the kids, the the feeding of sexuality. Like if you unless you do that shit, the debasement of black women, because that's really what it's all built on. You know I mean, are we gonna it's hip hop is built on the destruction of black bodies, of the murder of black men, and the debasement of black women. I mean, it's great music. Don't get me wrong. I love hip-hop. But let's keep it real. It's what it is, man. I mean, you can... I'm not saying you got to be a robot and just go do what you hear on the song, but it is what it is. So you either do that in media, or I say do something else. Because you are hamstrung. Because if you do news, if you report the news, if you do this type of media, you're going to have to make a decision if you're going to be for your people or not. White people don't need to make that decision. Because in a different situation, different social situation. So it is what it is. If I knew this, go into real estate, go into anything else. Go be, earn your leisure, go do that shit. Go be a crypto guy. I don't know anything else other than this because this, you can't just get money. You can't just get money. Listen to me, folks. You can't be in this for money. This is not the business to be in for money. Make money some other way. This cannot be your focus. Money cannot be your focus if you're in the media business and you are black and you give a fuck about black people because part of being in the media business requires you to not give a fuck about black people. Do you understand what I'm saying? So there's people that have been critical. There are people that have said things to me that they, I'm not going to go into that right now. I'm telling you the God honest truth. If you're in the media business and you are black and you give a fuck about black people, you're in the wrong business. It's a requirement that you throw black people under the bus. It's a requirement that you turn a blind eye. And so what I know is even if I build a, a great audience and I get these people, they listen to me talk about Biden, they listen to me shame Hillary Clinton, call out Kamala Harris, tell Feinstein to go sit it down, Crip Keeper, whatever the fuck, valid points that there'll be another murder of a black person tomorrow and they will justify it somehow. And then I won't. I will stand up and I will say, this was wrong. And they will say, fuck you, Tim Black. And it's not everybody. It is not everyone, okay? My long-term supporters of this show, they're different. But it's, it's a, I've seen this cycle. You, you, you guys don't understand how many times I've seen the cycle of this happens. I build these people. These people roll with us because they like that type of rhetoric. They like someone calling it out. Just the fact that I'm a black person who doesn't kiss Biden's ass is like monumental. The level of ass kissery for Joe Biden is, this shit is like porn. It shouldn't even exist. Like 
in the open. It should be some of the things that some of these sellouts say should be like done only behind closed doors, like not in front of the kids. This is disgusting. The level of self-degradation you do in order to point up Joe Biden. But you have to be willing to do that. So the fact that I don't do that makes me very attractive. But I have this problem, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have a, I have a condition. It's called, I love black people. It's called self-respect. It's called not a good liar. And when you kill a, a homeless man who has mental issues who should be in a hospital bed or be getting treatment, should not be on the streets. I know for a fact that in some states where we're only 2% of the population, we're damn near 80% of the homeless population. When you have open season on homeless people, it's open season on black people. I know that. I can't not... I can't unknow it. I can't unknow that we only own 2% of the wealth. We got dum-dums. They don't know anything. So they say stupid shit. Even if they did know, they probably still say stupid shit. But they don't know. They say, Tim, you're a victim, Nate. You're a victim mentality. Black people have victim mentality. We own 2% of the wealth in the country. Who owns the other 98%? They still consider that a victim mentality. Doing math is victim mentality. So you either believe that the circumstances that we find ourselves in are intentional in the greatest country, the biggest country, the baddest country, the baddest motherfucking country in the world, that the condition that black people are in in this country, either you believe that we have done it to ourselves because we are so, so deplorable. All you gotta believe is the system behind it. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't, I can't pretend not to know. And you know what else? And I'll be in with this. I know Mrs. Black, I'm going way too far, but I gotta say this. There are good people who are afraid of me because they are so accustomed to sellouts. They're so accustomed to people that just want to keep their job, get that paycheck, get a new donor, get a new position, that they will throw me under the bus in order to. Maintain their gravy train. And it's that is that right there is a is sad. I've started to become more numb to that as well. So I'm used to the regular people that are just racist or dumb or whatever. They don't know these things. They don't know that black women only one percent of black women only make up one percent of lawyers, but you every time they put them on these programs they they, they lie. They lie with the Hollywood shit. Black men are like 1% of lawyers, of the lawyers, 1% of the doctors. Like, but the shows to put Isaiah Washington as a doctor, where that's some rare fucking shit as a surgeon. Ben Carson was like seeing an elephant play the piano while smoking a joint driving a Benz. That's how rare it was. But you watch TV, you say anybody could do it. Michael Jordan did it. 
You dumb fuck. You know what I mean? So, like, I know these things. I can't unknow them. Uh, it's unfortunate. It's better not to know. But like I said, the, the one of the hardest things about it is accepting the people that will stand me in the back to maintain their position. Don't talk to me about these people. Don't talk to me about Roland Martin, none of them. Please don't. Please don't. Roland Martin can only go so far, and he only will go so far. God bless him. But if Roland Martin wouldn't have been the only nigga on CNN, nobody would know who he is because he's not amazing. He thinks he is. Roland, you think you're amazing. Paul Mooney voice. Nigga, you are not amazing. Okay? My name come out your mouth one more time. I will dedicate ex- large amounts of time to exposing you. Okay? If you don't want me to. Because in this space, there are very few black people that have the credibility to do it. When I sat down to talk to Donna Brazil, when I talked to her, your name came up. So you go dance with Frankie Beverly. Okay? So just keep my name out your mouth. Hey, this show got unfunny. It wasn't funny anymore. It's not funny anymore, but Tim Black wants to play real. So y'all want to play real. See, Mrs. Black used to worry about me. She'd be like, baby, you saying all these things about the Clintons, all these things about the Democrats. This shit's unsafe. Yeah, I said, baby, don't worry. Before they blow up the car, somebody's going to show up with a bag of money. I'm hoping she's, I'm hoping I'm right about that. I don't think Roland has that concern. And if you don't have that concern, you ain't fighting for black people. Because that's what happens. Roland's not sitting there sleepless, looking out his window, right? Because he ain't saying nothing that can make a nigga have to look out a window. And if you're not saying something that can make a nigga look out the window when we are dying at the rate that we're dying, losing at the rate that we're losing, where black women are three times more likely to die giving childbirth, our kids are on an express track to the School to prison pipeline. Well, we're 80% of the homeless population in states where we're only 2 or 3% of the actual population. If your ass is that, with a platform, if what you're saying doesn't have them worried, you ain't saying shit. I'm sorry. And all my criticism of certain people like Tariq Nasheed or the Black Authority, at least they have to worry. You, motherfucker, you, Dr. Jason Johnson, t- t- Tiffany, whatever her name, Cross. Nobody's, no, you ain't looking out your window worried about shit. What, because you said something bad about George Santos? Please. Ain't nobody sitting you, ain't nobody talking about the shit that they're saying to me because you, you did a segment uh, challenging Pat Bet David. Or valuetainment, motherfucker. So let's calm down. Let's calm down. Motherfuckers don't want revolution. You want subscriptions and you want tickets to go to the fucking correspondence 
gathering, motherfucker. We know what time it is. You want to go to Obama's house. But they don't want you. They don't want you. I'm sorry. I'm way out of line. Let's go to DeSantis. What's next? Is that the that next? Yes, DeSantis is next, but I, I think that was um, that was needed, what you just said. It was needed. Um, and I think also that the response that you receive is that people are triggered because you're on the right track. You know what I'm saying? I've heard you say, what is it, hit dogs, holler. Mm. You know? So oh. take it way too far. I'm not going to say anything about what that uh, person typed. Um but you hit some nails on the head with that. So kudos to you, husband. I I appreciate it. I love you for it. Good job. Good job. I love you. I love you. And uh, I want you to know that people are seeing this. They're not seeing it, seeing it. Yeah. But they feel it. And it's important. It's important that, um, that it's represented. Ron DeSantis, and that's like I'm about to, I'm about to, you know what? So since I have decided that, you know, the glory days are over, I'll never be picked up for the squad or nothing. Or, and I don't mean the squad squad, but you know what I'm saying? Like I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna be the guy that gets the breaks and shit. So fuck it, you know, let's go hard in the paint. Ron DeSantis just passed immigration law. He just signed some shit. That's the hardest, strictest immigration reform or measures in the country in any state. This guy jumped off the gym, Johnson. He jumped off the gym on him, and no one wants to have a real conversation about it. The only person I think will talk, well, I remember Austin Frimpong. I remember we'll talk about it. Though I haven't heard him talk about it, but I'm sure if he did talk about it, and I know he's not afraid to talk about it, he would say some real shit. <laughs> so, um, let's listen a little bit. So, so this Florida bill, SB 171718, like I said, it's a, it's a stringent bill. It bans local governments from issuing identification cards for people who can't prove their citizenship. No state ID. I didn't even know you could get a state ID without a citizenship. I thought I thought that was like a requirement. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So it's a different world. Require hospitals that accept Medicaid to include a question to take on intake forms about the patient's citizenship status. Damn. So now your ass can't go to the doctor if you're not a citizen. That's cold-blooded. He bans undocumented law school graduates from being admitted to the floor of the bar. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All that work. Damn. What he's saying is get the hell out of Florida. What else you got to say to get people to leave Florida? I know you lived here probably your entire lives or whatever or for a very long time. You have roots in Florida. Time to leave Florida. For real, like this guy, the governor of Florida, don't want you in Florida. Let me see. I'm about to hurt some feelings here, man, because listen, it sounds like you are 
being treated like black people. We had what was called sundown towns. Black people were not able to be like anywhere. Same thing. We had the same thing. Now it was about 60 years ago. Not that long ago. Some still exist. <laughs> One of them is called College Park, Maryland. <laughs> um, Upper Marlboro. Montgomery County is the whole county don't be in that county. If you black, yo. Shit, I was driving today down 210 and you from the DMV, you know what's up, you Bamas. Picking up some marble sauce and some blue crabs. Nah, I wasn't, but I just want to make sure y'all know what time it is. By the big chair. Nah, man, the cop pulled up behind me and I'm I'm over 50. I'm 53 now. And I felt like, oh, this motherfucker might pull me over. This motherfucker wanna. He ran my shit. I guess he's other old guy. I ain't gonna fuck with But I just want you to know that. They treat undocumented people. This is so for all my bleeding heart liberal people, all my people really concerned about this, and I'm gonna finish the list. This sounds like they treated undocumented people like niggas. But we were documented and we were citizens, but we didn't have citizens' rights. So Ron DeSantis wants to treat them like we were treated. Do you know what I mean? So I guess the undocumented people are gonna be willing to die to get rights. Because that's what we had to do. We marched in the streets. We had to march in the streets. Is that Protest. what they're about to do? They're about to go marching and get water holes and dogs sicked on them. And are their leaders going to get shot in the head and executed? How far will they go? Are their are are churches going to be bombed? I'm just wondering what's going to happen. Or are they just going to use all the shit we've done as a ladder to get their freedom? While a bunch of crying ass liberals tell us we don't care enough about we not crying hard enough for the undocumented people hmm. I'm not saying it's right but I'm saying do you understand the predicament that you put black people in do you understand that you don't understand do you understand that you don't understand Hey, do you understand that you don't know what you're talking about? Do you understand you don't know what this is like? You're talking to a conscious person who knows our history. I don't know everything, but I know a lot of shit. It's hard not to, man. You know how many articles I've had to read to cover this shit? Done over six, over 7,000 shows. You know how many articles that is? You know how much research that is? I know some things. I can't forget it. So... Increased penalties for human trafficking-related offenses. Well, you can't even be mad at that. I mean, <laughs> human trafficking penalties. Beefing up the required E-Verified federal database employers can use to check a worker's employment eligibility. And also finding corporations that hire undocumented people. Not just going after the people, but going after the corporations. I think it was $10,000 or it could have been $100,000. Fines. Like, Finding the corporations mm -hmm. that if you find out they find and and if you don't e verify, if you have over twenty five employees, you got to use the e verify e verify system. So it's a lot. It's the toughest shit in America. 
Now, we all know that Ron DeSantis is doing this because he's running against Trump, or he's about to announce that he's running against Trump. And then we got Joe Biden. The Title 42 is expiring, which means we were able to keep a lot of people out of the country using Title 42 because of COVID-19. And now that that's expiring, I think it's Wednesday, mm-hmm. the floodgates will return. Yep. And they're like, well, well, this is a good time because Republicans are going to be mad about that. And a lot of border states will be mad about that. Now, if you're in middle America, they're not affected by this. You know, but Ron DeSantis is using this to his benefit. So he's not doing this. So so a couple of things. One of them is he's not doing this to benefit black people. Please, black people, don't. Don't don't clap. Don't be like, ah, this ain't, this ain't for our benefit. Just because they won't, they don't want, just because Ron DeSantis doesn't want the undocumented people hired doesn't mean he wants you hired. Okay? Let's keep that real. There's still other people that they are hired before black people. They'll hire, they'll hire AI first. Should they hire AI before they hire any of us? So I don't want us to become part of the symphony of people that are clapping for this. But I do want to keep it a buck. It's not as cut and dry as people make it seem. There are some downsides to it. For one, you may pay $20 for a pound of apples. Because who's going to pick them motherfuckers? If, if black people got to pick them, you, we want $20 an hour. There's going to be some downsides. You may pay $30 for a pound of bananas. Because if white people got to pick them, they want $30 an hour. See, that's just how it's going to work. I don't know if Ron DeSantis has done the math on this. So there's some downsides to it. There's going to be some people that do not live in Florida who are going to be impacted because the supply chain of fruits and vegetables that are grown in Florida and anything else that's manufactured in Florida that would usually be handled by undocumented people that you could screw over and pay $2 an hour. Now your ass might lose your business. You had to hire American citizens we have a minimum wage and shit like that who want real money. Not that fake money, not that monopoly money you was giving the, the undocumented people. They're taking Estefiana in the back room and doing who knows what because these people are degenerates what they've been doing to undocumented people. Let's keep that a buck. Let's make sure people understand what's been going on in America and not just, not just in Florida. In some of our coastal cities as well, coastal states, some of the elites do some. Last I checked, Jeffrey Epstein, he was California, right? So anyway, I don't want people clapping for this, but I want you to recognize that there's two sides of this. Now, some economists say this may also be some pros to this, which is the cost of living goes up. If you got to pay Americans more money, they get more money to spend and that more money goes into the economy and that therefore makes more people, you know, you go buy a better car, buy a new car, buy, I don't know, a TV, a new flat screen TV. You'll be able to do stuff because now you're making more money. I still think that employers going to find a way to wiggle around black people, hire other people instead. There's still a, a, lots of other groups of people that they can hire before they get to the black people. But every little bit counts. And that's the thing. People got to understand. It doesn't work when I got progressives or 
the so-called progressives, the so-called left or whatever, telling me what black people need to how we need to look at shit. Don't do that. We look at it like we look at it. I remember my, I remember my dad used to tell me because he was in a construction, and he didn't own a construction company or no shit like that. Sort of worked his way up. He became like a foreman at some point. But I remember for years you told me for years he said, "Tim, the Spanish are taking over the construction business. I can't get a black person hired. We can't do this. We can't do that." It's all Hispanics. And they wanted to pay them all. And I was like, Dad, come on, man. Man, call the moose. Moose, why you be so hard on the Hispanics, man? Why are you saying that, man? They got to feed their families. The black people got to feed their families too, Tim. He never said that back. He should have. He should have smacked all the shit out of me and said that back to me. But the city just got quiet and went about his business and said, my son don't know shit. He want to be a writer. He a smarty arty nigga. <laughs> Till Black want to be a writer. He looked at me like I was crazy. My mom and my dad grew up in the 50s and the 60s, dog. When black people sat on the back of the bus and black people that talk like me died. First black person in my family had rights of a white man. So it was foreign for me to think I'm going to be a writer. Anyway, the point is, he told me, so I'm standing up for I'm standing up for you, Moose. I'm saying this shit. I wish I would have said it 15 years ago or 20 years ago or 30 years ago when you were telling me, I feel you now, Dad. I know what you meant now. I've become educated. They hire the Hispanics, pay them coins, overlook us. Leave us unemployed. So when people say, what happened to Chicago? They don't even want to, they don't even want to hear me say, well, you hire Hispanics and you don't hire the blacks. You underpay the Hispanics. The blacks don't have jobs and the neighborhoods go to shit. No, it's got to be that you listen to rap music and you, have, you don't respect yourselves and you have kids. You mean we have sex? Oh, like white people do too. And you don't take care of your kids. Well, it takes money to take care of kids. Number one reason why families break apart is financial. They say if you take away a man's livelihood, that's akin to killing him. But you know, all I'm saying is it's not as cut and dry. So there's pros and cons. At the end of the day, none of this is done to benefit black people at all. So don't let it yourself be sold on it to that extent or for that purpose. It's not. I had Dr. Derek Hamilton on my show and we talked about this. He said he has no data to really prove that the immigration deal undercuts black people, but I think it's kind of obvious that it kind of does. Like, yeah. Like, I have no data to prove that Mrs. Black likes my cooking, but she don't need a plate with food on it. The plate comes back empty. There's no data point. So, yeah. Immigration does impact us. Some Republicans say that shit, but then they don't want us in the neighborhoods and then they want to mass incarcerate us. So they just say it. You know, they say, yeah, but black men, the Democrats don't love you. They, they want open sanctuary cities. That's who you think that hurts. Then I go, you know what? You got a point, good point of a vote for you. What's your stance on, uh, 
in the mass incarceration. Oh, we can't do that. We got to have safe streets. We got to lock all you niggas up. What? The hell? Why would I vote for you? Stop doing what you've been doing. Do something different. Been getting screwed by Democrats. Come get screwed by Republicans for a while. Spread the, spread the love around. Stop being so coy. So you had nowhere to go. To the to the moron, to the coolest people. That every once in a while I get the black person to like, too. And I know what it is, man. You you like you want a place to go. You have nowhere to go. Neither do white people if they really think about it. It's just they're so fooled by the propaganda. They have nowhere to go. Both parties suck, Johnson. They just do. So anyway, so Ron DeSantis, his immigration thing, I'm not pulling my hair out because I don't have hair. And because some of the shit I thought you couldn't do anyway. What the hell you doing? Getting a, how the hell, how the hell you get a law, how you help practicing law, not a citizen? How you upholding laws in a law degree as a lawyer without being like, a, how the hell you do that? I didn't even know that was in there. That's crazy. So anyway, that's all I got around to say this. I'm off. I gotta go. I gotta cook Mrs. Black her dinner. She's gonna be very pissed off. I you don't like her bad. angry. <laughs> her stomach start rubbing. <laughs> Let's move on to uh, Jamie Foxx recovery versus the rumors. Jamie Foxx is reportedly doing much better, as you know. Or that he's been released from the hospital. Mm -hmm. So if you're released from the hospital, you're not on life support, which is, I thought, I was like, any day now, I was like trying to prep Mrs. Black. I'm like, babe, her Jamie ain't doing so well. She's like, what? <laughs> she was like, she was startled, like, what? Yeah, he might not. She was like, what? She was really shocked. I said, well, yeah, I've heard. Heard it might not look good. It's like, like this family's like expecting the worst. Then like the next day, Kev on stage. Kev on stage. Yeah. Good enough for Kev on stage. Yeah. She had to say something positive. So anyway, Kev on stage, they talked about this uh, Instagram post that Jamie's daughter made. Corinne. And she said her dad's been home for a couple weeks. We just ain't talking about it because we're giving him his privacy and none of your goddamn business. But we got these sites out here saying that Jamie Foxx is on his deathbed. Deathbed. So that's what I'm saying, man. The media game is so dirty. You have to, you have to lie, sensationalize, drag, all these things you got to do. I'm I'm glad I'm I almost don't know what to think, but I'm gonna ride with the door to say, look, I wanna feel optimistic anyway. I hope that Jamie's of course we hope Jamie's fully recovered. Yes. Right. And those those entities that are making money off and lying about his condition go to hell. Seriously, go go directly to hell. You are low, you are scumbags. Which leads me to my whole stop vulture, stop the culture vultures. Folks, we got to stop supporting these entities that are not of the culture, 
They're not black folks. They don't support black folks or they sell out black folks. So you could be you could be a culture vulture and be a black person. You know what I'm saying? It's not about color. It's about are you a part of us as if you support us? Do you do you Frank Sinatra, for instance. Frank Sinatra, he helped get rid of the Las Vegas uh segregation shit. In Vegas, black people were not able to perform. And sit in and go to the same places where they performed and get a meal. They had to go through back doors in the 50s and the 60s. Frank Sinatra helped change that. Last time I checked, Frank Sinatra was very white. So what I'm saying is it's not about color, but so he was he was down with the culture. He was riding for the culture. I got some fans of my show that are white. So check yourselves. But what I'm saying is these people that do not give back to that, did not mean that's any good. That undermine us, that lie, these these scumbags, like the DJ Vlads and the No Jumper. Man, if I gotta hear it, why I gotta keep hearing about them? Let's stop saying the names of them. I wanted to identify them because I'm talking about them, but we need to be promoting our own shit. We need to be promoting, be promoting those that promote us in a positive light who don't just belly up to the bar, drink all our whiskey, and then go back to their place and, uh, you know, chill. Why our clubs get shot up? Why people get locked up? Why, why, why there's death in our neighborhoods based on the toxic bullshit they put into our system, into our environments, into the airwaves? They are adding to the decline. You want to check on that? I know you don't want to. So we need to stop the culture vultures. We need to tell them by actions. We ain't got to tell them through talking. We need to talk with our wallets, talk with our viewership, talk with our attention span, because that's really where our commodity is. That's where the commodity is. We consume a lot of media. If, we stop, if y'all stop watching Vlad, Vlad would be done. If we stop paying attention to rap, TV, whatever the hell this site is, they be done. Screw them. Stop feeding them. Stop patronizing them. And when someone does, we ostracize them. We cut them off. If you go on the show, we cut you off. Hey, this is what's required. That's how you stop culture vultures. You can't stop somebody from putting out content, but you can stop watching that shit. Look, there's a show on TV. There's a show called From. The last year I watched it, and they still haven't really just told me what the hell the show about. Y'all seen this? The guy from uh, what was he in? He was uh, he was in the prison movie, the prison show, not the Wire, the. He was the black guy in a wheelchair. He was in The Best Man as well. You know, someone knows it. So anyway, <laughs> the guy, he played he played the wheelchair guy in the series that ran on HBO. Then he was in the movie The Bear with Anthony Hopkins. And then he was in The Best Man. Y'all know him with the dreads, whatever. Cool guy, but he plays in this show. And I told Mrs. Black, hey, man, this move, this show from, I like it. But if they don't tell me what the hell is going on real soon, I'm done. 
and they haven't told me what's going on and I will never watch another episode of it because I'm going to keep my word. You go too far, we pull the plug. And that's all I'm saying. We need to, we need to pull the plug on the culture vultures. Stop giving them your viewership. Stop watching them. Watch our independent media. Harold Perrineau. This is a, Harold Perrineau. You can say it. In oh, the Harold Perrineau is his you, name. You, <laughs> right. Harold Perrineau. Say yes. it now. Why are you so... Well, Harold Perrineau is the lead character in that, that series. She's trying um, to be all silky. Harold Perrineau. Harold Perrineau. Harold, your writers suck. <laughs> Tell me something. Tell me what the fuck's going on, Harold. Going? Smack all the dogs. I'm saying, man, it was a good show, but it was like, <laughs> come on, man. What the fuck? What's in the fucking woods and where it's coming from? And how are people just showing up in a place that don't exist and they're dropped out of the world and, and the hell, what is happening? Time to hop off this train. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm tired of waiting to find and figure it out. Succession, I understand what's going on. Greed, corruption, horrible family. We all can relate to that. It's like our lives, except for the money part. You know, the best of us or the last of us, I get it. Zombie apocalypse with spores instead of zombies, I get it. You know, the why I get that all day. You know, like these shows. Mrs. Black are watching some show about some period show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bridgerton. <laughs> no. <laughs> Queen Charlotte. Okay, guys, <laughs> I like black people getting work. Oh, come on. But sometimes it's a little hard to swallow when all of a sudden you're like royalty in France. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I ain't going to say that. <laughs> I ain't going to say what I was thinking. But yeah, it's like, what's she doing in the big house? The big house. What's she doing it? It's based loosely on Queen Charlotte okay. and the Mad King. <laughs> I don't know enough about it <laughs> to critique it. <laughs> Stop culture vultures. Don't just say, I hear a lot of people, culture vultures, bad. What? You know why it's bad? Because we keep on feeding into it. We don't have to. We can decide not to. I ask people to give me some names of some people or some organizations or some groups or some folks. And yeah, my fuckers, I want to promote some black-owned people, some black-owned entities that need upliftment. Y'all are supposed to help me. Hey, like five white people say, I got a what black friend. Black people, you don't know no black people that need some support? It's Talk TV, the only thing I can think of just because they invited me on this show like last year and they kept doing it. What I know about It's Talk TV is that they didn't quit. I'm a firm believer in people that don't quit win. Tim Black has been in business business for almost 15 years because I haven't quit. So that's what it requires. Don't quit. So I'm going to give it up to It's Talk TV. They're on Facebook. They're on YouTube. They're on Instagram. So go find It's Talk TV. TV ish, I S H talk TV until I'm Tim Black sent you. That's it. 
Uh, there's some other folks that posted some stuff on Facebook. They don't have any links. I don't know the names. I I want to make it a thing where every segment, I only do the show. This show, the tape, the full show is once a week, so we got a lot of time. We can promote people. And it's not about promoting this show. It's about pro- promoting other shows and other entities, other journalists, other artists, other even businesses. There's, okay, one more, one, another place I can think of is the hungry black man on Facebook. He like, he does, he's got like restaurants and then he goes to uh, towns and cities across the country and promotes black owned restaurants. It's called The Hungry Black Man. And he does a good job, so give it up. Give it up for that as well. TikTok has a, a great network of black content creators. And I'm gonna grab some of those some of those names. So weekly, guys, I need your suggestions, I need your support so we can get that out there. Give it a culture of vultures. Mm-hmm. Great idea. Thank you. All right. On oh. to George Santos. Yeah. George Santos is lying, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Dove. He, he turns my stomach. It's unbelievable all these things this man has said. What he done. do? What he do? Tell him what he said. You know, basically, it's directing funds for a campaign to his personal accounts through businesses that he's put together. It's lying on his resume about where he's worked. Um, It's lying that his mother um, was a survivor of a Nazi camp or, and she was out of the country, out of the country or something. No, 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 I'm sorry. It was 9-11. She was in 9-11 and she was actually out of the country. Damn. In September 2001. So... It, it goes, the list goes on and on and on and on and on what he's done and said. And uh, he was Boy, like, wow. uh, folks embellish their resumes every now and then. That's what he said. What's, yeah, what's the big deal? We all do it. Sitting congressperson. It's all just, white. Because it's all white. Just unethical. Can you imagine the shit storm that would come down on him? If that was, Jesus Christ. And it's like the Republicans are trying their best to hang on to him because he's a vote. He's a vote. He's a vote. So. Well, his ass just got charged with 13 counts of financial crimes. <laughs> 13 <laughs> charges. <laughs> this guy basically got caught doing what a lot of people do, which is make politics a business. Mm. Bunch of write-offs, bunch of travel. Put it all under account, and, and they start a new LLC every cycle. It's a business. Oh no, the progressives like dying. And I say that shit, dog. It's a business. It's, running for office is a business model, as well. Okay. <gasps> Seriously, man. We go, you know, not, I'm not going, I don't have time, I don't have the luxury of time with you. I'm too old to lie to you, to make your feelings feel better. I'm not saying there are people that run for good reasons. Some people don't run for good reasons. I don't know, I'm not basing this on anything I know. I think George Santos didn't expect to win. 
I think he was playing games, living a lifestyle that this affords him by running for office and raising money and being able to eat out, pay his bills and live well and not have a real job. Just run for office every couple of years. As long as you're able to get donations. Mm -hmm. As long as you're able to do that. Be a celebrity in a small sense. I don't know. I mean, come on, man. Um, They say that politicians is Hollywood for ugly people. That's what they say. But then if you look good, like Governor Newsom. You know, at least that's what they say. You know, that's what uh, the view. What's the what's the one? Uh, the one, the Latino, the black Latino one on the view. You could you could talk a lot. Yeah. Is she the lawyer, Sunny? Sunny, yeah. Mm-hmm. She likes the way she fawns over Gavin Newsom's just disgusting. Oh, really? man. It's like gosh, she's like <laughs> Tiffany Haddish. Oh, a white man, white man, I love the white man. White man, you Magic McCarty, Brad Pitt, anybody, please, just anything. <laughs> This is it's all inclusive. Sad. It's all inclusive. It's a sad. Sad. Not jealous, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's a sad. It sounds like, damn, man. Give a little dignity, please. <laughs> so anyway, Rep- Representative George Santos out of New York. He's a lying son of a... They said the lies he told on the campaign trail are nothing compared to the financial lies. This motherfucker was taking money to say, yeah, I'm reading some television ads. Go give me some Gucci, bitch. Go give me Gucci. <laughs> Designer to the nine. Yeah. He yeah, was doing the same thing as that black preacher was doing. What's that black preacher with the glasses, with the with the Fendi, the fake Fendi on his shit, the big gold chain? Praise the Lord. Was that the one who got robbed? Yeah. Oh, at, mm. he was Praise so the Lord, motherfucker. Brother, Pastor McFadden, in a 50, Pastor 50 cent, 25 cent, whatever his name is. <laughs> Pay your ties. Pay your ties, motherfucker. <laughs> the hip hop, the hip hop, uh, Jesus Christ. So, yeah, that's George Santos. That's what he was doing. And uh, so he he's uh, just misconduct, misconduct, developing, like just funneling money, put money here, put money there. Lying, yeah. saying it was for different reasons, and wiring money. T- so they got him on the lying <laughs> shit. <laughs> you name it, he's done it. Yeah, I'm wire fraud. I'm glad he got hemmed up. I'm glad he finally got hemmed up. Here it is, what, May. He was sworn in first week in January, so. He needed to just say, he needed to just, he should have bowed out. Yeah. Look, dog, when them people want you, they're going to get you. Oh, yeah. I, uh, Mrs. Black, I was telling you, when they want you, they get you. Yeah. It's, like I said, it's May. It's like, why is it taking so long? For if them it's to not going to be, if it, this so, so he's very careless. If it wasn't this, it would have been somebody showing up saying he grabbed their ass back in 2002. Dog, if they want you, they get you. That's it. That's how it works. If they want you, they make up something. They get you. Yeah. Then. <clears throat> I can't say I feel bad for him. He's a lying son of a bitch. It's a lie, lie. It's, there are a lie. If you lock up politicians for lying, we have to build 80% more prisons. Of, yeah, we, we, yeah, we have to build more prisons. 
That's a consolation. You think we got four? You think we got four prisons now? Got to lock up politicians for lying. Jesus Christ! It's so There's no place to ride my horsey. Mm-mm-mm. Don't got enough orderlies in here. We need the fat boys to come back to work these prisons. <laughs> Disorderless. All right, guys, that's really all I got, man. I been, this show is long. I got to cook. Yeah. I got to cook. Oh. Oh. <laughs> this is black now. Hold on now. Brothers don't like that shit. Like, Tim Black, stand up for yourself now. I am saying that for myself. This black know what time it is. <laughs> See, man, you'll never uh, find this has been wonderful. A love like mine. Is you is or is you ain't, my happy mother's day to all the moms out yes. there. Nothing but love for you. Nothing but love for you. Hope you had a great day. It was a beautiful day in this area, so I'm hoping you enjoyed it. And if you're still enjoying it, be safe. I'm a, I need to ask everyone who's watching this show, all 22 of you, <laughs> to share this show. Absolutely. Help me grow this show. Prove that, prove that a voice like mine, as radical as I am, that means well, can succeed in this business. Right. And I don't have to sell my soul. And I don't have to go cape and, and, and go support the Democrats. And I ain't got to fall in line with Republicans. That I can stay independent and honest and though flawed real prove it prove it make 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 this important in you make this let's do this together because you know i don't i don't want to be though i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to sell my soul i'd like to keep my soul please if that's possible and uh, I can't go back to doing computer work. I haven't done computer work in over 10 years. Technology is gone, so what am I going to do? I guess I could always sell crypto. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is where you belong. This I mean, I could run for office on. and use it as a... That means I play, because if I ever ran for office, I want you to know that I, would be, I was being real about this shit. That's all I got. Yeah, but yes, we need your support. Um, if this is your first time here, consider subscribing to the channel. Um, if you've been here a while and you like what you see, become a member. www.joinTimBlack.com. I think that, that, that I, I hope that, find me on Patreon as uh, Tim Black. Okay. Find me on YouTube as Tim Black Show. Uh, Facebook and, and Twitter, Real Tim Black. Real Tim Black, yes. I'm on Instagram as well. I'm do, I doing pretty well on TikTok. I'm like, what the hell? That's what I wanted to know. I should have asked this earlier. Damn. If you if you find out, tell us if you find out about the show on Facebook or on TikTok or on Instagram. Kind of want to know where you found out about this show. If you're new to the show. If you're new to the show tonight, should have asked that at the top of the show, the middle of the show. Some of you didn't stick around, I'm sure. Put it in comments. Go ahead and put it in comments now. Put it in comments if yeah. you're here, guys. If if you're new to the show, where'd you hear about the show? How about that? Yeah. How'd you hear about the show? Uh, that's good to know for marketing. I got to put some work in. Got to do some marketing. Yeah, and you have been. You I have, really been. have been. I want to know what's working and what's not working. Yeah. So we got commercials. I've done some stuff, you know. 
That's all. Try to give it a try. Yeah. College try. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Be back here next Sunday. Next same Sunday. time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard. That's right. That's it, guys. Be cool. Be straight. Uh, keep up the fight. Yeah. And uh, remember, uh, the Black Table, where we bring news to life. Hey. The power of the news. I love y'all. I'll see y'all next week. Take care. Peace. Peace, y'all. The Black Table live stream 7 p.m. Sundays on Facebook and YouTube. See you there. <laughs>